It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Look, I don't know what to tell you about these orange jerseys. We will see them next week. Uh, We won't see the Miami Heat for a little while longer because there is a lot to work on still for the Orlando Magic, but, uh, but we knew that already. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 26, 2021. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the site expert and editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Orlando Magic's loss to the Miami Heat, why the team's doing some good things, but it's going to be about precision as much as it is about effort. These are some early themes that we've seen throughout the course of the season. We'll get to some of those coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're searching for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. We thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day or just part of your regular podcast rotation. And we're coming out a little bit later in the day now. We're coming out with morning episodes. So we appreciate you listening to us, whether you're at work, whether you're at lunch, whether you're on your way to the game, on your way home. We appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Don't forget to check out Locked On Heat as well to get their take on last night's game. Today's podcast also brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So the Atlanta Magic were riding high after Sunday's big win over the New York Knicks. We knew there would be a challenge coming down to Miami. Um, it's just a it, it's a tough road trip. At the very, very least, it is just a ridiculously tough road trip to go from New York to Miami. Uh, no other way to say it. No other way to get around it. No other way to change it. The Magic had a difficult road uh, and a difficult journey. Um, and obviously, they they got hit a little. They got nicked by it a little bit. They got beat up a little bit by it. Um, the Magic looked tired. Um, their shots were definitely not falling. Uh, they, they, their shots haven't been falling all year, but so maybe that part's new. Um, but really, it's about the precision that they played with. Um, Miami was physical, and and I think or I think it took Orlando aback very early on. I think Orlando really struggled with that physicality. Um, early on in the game, especially, um, and that kind of put them on the back foot. They were always chasing the lead. They were they were down. I think they're down by thirteen in the, in the first quarter. They're down third. They're down double digits very very early in this game. Um, and so Orlando had to kind of chase the lead and chase the lead and chase the lead. And you know, the thing we're learning about this team, and and I think they've kind of shaken off kind of those initial punches that they took uh, in those first two games. This team's gonna fight back. Like they're like they're like. They'll find a little bit of a groove. They'll find a little bit of themselves. They'll find a little bit, um, little bit uh, of something that works, uh, and they will fight back. Um, you know, this team isn't going to roll over. In my opinion, I don't think they're going to. They're going to just kind of go out, you know, with a whimper like they did 
against the Knicks the other night. Um, I, I think those games will be aberrations. They're going to fight. Now, I've said this before. I think I will continue to say this. Um, the fight isn't enough. Um, you know, I hate to say it. It, it. The fight is not enough. Um, you need a little bit of precision. You need a little bit of, uh, of execution because at this point, at this point, the, the a team like the Heat just locked them down defensively. Um, they forced mistakes. They forced turnovers. They got out in transition. They pushed the pace. The, the, you know, if Orlando wants a lesson on how to play, take a look at how Miami played. Take a look at how the Heat played this game and how they pushed the tempo. They got down the court. They pushed the ball ahead. Everyone was in sync. And honestly, that's the difference between a veteran team and a young team. The Magic are an extremely young team. Um, so they're going to have inconsistencies. They're going to make mistakes. And, and I think we're just going to have to live with that. Um, it's not an excuse. It's something they have to work on. It's something they have to get better at. But at this early stage of the season, we are seeing some consistent trends. And we're going to talk more about that coming up in a minute. But you got to give the Orlando Magic credit for fighting and fighting back. Um, they're down 13, 14, 15 points in the first, first half. They got the lead down to six in the third quarter. And when they settled down, when they didn't turn the ball over, they did a really good job defensively in the half court, I really felt. Um, and I've honestly felt that throughout the course of the season. When they're able to settle down, when they're able to set their defense, there are some mistakes still. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it's like a top 10 defense or anything. But the Magic have been a little bit pesky. Um, they've been able to kind of get themselves going. They've been able to kind of get themselves in good position to make plays and to get stops and to you know put the defense on its back foot or put the offense on its back foot a little bit. Um, Orlando has been able to dictate their play a little bit on the defensive end and, and be able to create some offense off their defense. Um, I think their fa- I think their transition offense needs as much improvement as their transition defense. Um, they need to be able to switch from defense to offense a little bit faster. But this game, and especially the third quarter, Orlando showed that they can compete. Of course, that that, that was a little bit of a pocket. Um, Orlando was able to get the lead down to six um, on two on two occasions at least. But they couldn't get back over the hump. They couldn't get back into the game completely. And by the end of the third quarter, as the Magic broke their lineup, as the Magic put more bench players in, as the Magic searched for some answers on a bench that just does not have any, the Heat took control again. Jimmy Butler was outstanding. Um, I think he had 21 points in the first half, 24 points in the first half, something like that. Um, He was outstanding. He was able to hit shots over the Magic's defense. Orlando just did not really have an answer for him or a consistent answer for him. They had some guys that did okay against him. Um, I thought he did take some tough shots, but the bulk of Jimmy Butler's scoring and the bulk of Jimmy Butler's effectiveness came from his ability to read the defense, get past them, get behind them, and get out in transition. Um, He had five steals in the game. That tells you a lot. and A lot of those led straight to baskets. Orlando just not completely dialed in on how they needed to stop Jimmy Butler. And ultimately, that was enough to get the Heat a little bit of a lead. And with the bench in, that was enough for the Heat to pull away. Miami won 107-90. and They were able to kind of just put the locks on in the fourth quarter. Orlando's little offensive pocket burst, and the Magic just were not able to score effectively enough to stay in this game. Again, I think Jamal Mosley would say this. Most nights you give up 107 points, you're probably feeling okay in in this modern NBA. You're you're probably not feeling too bad. And I'm actually going to pull up the advanced stats here. Um, 
the Magic at the end of the game finished with a defensive rating of 110.3, which is not great, but not terrible. Um, it's it's better than what they were doing last week, obviously. Um, and so again, the issue the issue to me is right now the offense just is not doing enough to help the defense sustain. Um, they're giving up a lot of fast break points. They're giving a lot of transition. They're creating a lot of these cross matches. The defense has not been given an opportunity to get set. And that's really been kind of the big lesson from these early games where the Orlando Magic is. they got to find a way to get set. Um, right now, they are suffering from their own mistakes. Um, they're suffering from uh, mistakes that they're making that are setting up the offense and putting the offense in advantageous positions. Whereas when they're able to kind of execute their offense, even if they're missing shots, when they're able to execute their offense and get their defense set, when they're not making mistakes, when they're not having to be in constant transition, Magic defense is doing okay. Um, I, I think they have to be pretty happy with their half-court defense for the most part um, over the course of these games. But this is a young team. They're making a lot of mistakes. And we'll talk a little bit more about those mistakes and the effect those mistakes have on the team coming up here in just a moment after we go through the box score. But first, a quick word from our pals at DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch a game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more about more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day or part of your regular podcast rotation. We are free and available on all platforms as well as now streaming on YouTube. Follow us there on YouTube at Locked On Magic. Let's dive into the box score a little bit to um, let's let's dive into the box score a little bit to break down this game just a little bit. Um, again, I, I I don't think the mag I mean I think the Magic were tired. Um, very very clearly, shots were falling short. Magic shoot twelve of forty four. From beyond the arc, that's probably too many three-point attempts. 44 three-point three-point attempts is a lot. I think the Magic want to be in the low 30s is, is I think, their, their target for three-pointers. So if they're taking that many threes, um, that's probably a problem. That probably means there's some other issues going on uh, through the course of the game. Orlando with only 19 free-throw attempts. They missed seven of them, 12 for 19 from the foul line. That's not going to cut it for this Magic team. Um, they have made a living getting to the line this year. Um, so they've got to be able to get into the paint and be make smart paint decisions, obviously. But I think the Magic's ultimate success is going to come with them being able to get into the paint. You know, I don't think they need to necessarily slow down the game, but I do think the Magic will be more successful in low-pace games 
Um, and by pace, I mean the number of possessions in this point. I think they'll be better in low possession games um, than than too many possession games. I think I think there's a little bit of chaos that the Magic don't want to get into. They want some chaos moments, but um, they want to be able to get out and transition, but they want to be able to control the tempo of the game. Um, and, and I do think that this is a low possession team at the end of the day. I, I think that's kind of where they're settling. They want to be able to kind of execute um, long offensive sets in the half court and quick, obviously, transition when their defense gets stops, get stops and, and make the defense kind of their calling card. Let's get into some of the performances today. Um, Franz Wagner continues to be a, a revelation. Um, I, I, I will admit I was not a huge fan of the Franz Wagner pick. I just felt like the Magic needed more upside play um, with that draft pick. But Franz Wagner, I think, has been the most consistent and best player on the Magic all season long. Um, he has been super impressive, just able to make the right cuts, make the right reads, put himself in great positions on both offense and defense. I think I saw him guarding Bam Adebayo, and he did a good job on him. I think I saw him guard Jimmy Butler a few possessions, did a really good job on him. Franz Wagner has just been fantastic. And if there's been anything that can say that this early part of the season has been a success, it said that Franz Wagner is really good. And now the Magic have a little bit of a log jam with those three fours with Isaac, uh, Okiki, and Wagner, all very, very capable, all very, very good players, all very good defenders at that. So I do think that the Magic are in a good spot. Um, I think Wagner has been fantastic. He scored 15 points to lead the Magic in this game um, on six for 13 shooting, just two for seven from three. So the three-pointer's got to come down, but four assists as well for Wagner. Did a good job keeping the ball moving. I mean, Generally, if the ball is finding its way to Wagner, he is making good decisions. Uh, he is putting the Magic in a great position to win. I always felt like, and I was telling a buddy of mine this last night during the game, um, I, I, I always felt like Wagner was a player who would help a winning team get better. Um, so I was not sure that this fit with the Magic was going to be perfect, but um, not only has he made the Magic better, um, you know, he's he's very clearly a, a winning a, a winning capable player. So I'm, I'm very, very excited about what we've seen from Franz, Franz Wagner so far this year. Jalen Suggs also with 15 points, 5 for 12 shooting, 4 for 8 from deep. Um, not, you know, the scoring numbers will say that Suggs was fine, and, and I think Suggs is starting to find his pockets for scoring. He's starting to look a lot more comfortable. Um, you know, you're seeing just kind of pockets of of what Suggs can do. I think teams are out, are, are you know, the Magic are just so depleted of talent right now, of, of offensive talent. I think teams are putting Suggs pretty high on their scouting reports, and I think they're putting their best perimeter defenders on him. He's gone up against some really tough defenders so far this year. And, you know, I said this after the game, you know, I, I think the Magic are competing. I think the Magic are fighting. They, and this is no offense to these teams, they need to play Toronto. They need to play Detroit. They need to play Minnesota, who's a little bit better, a little bit better than those two. But they need to play some teams that aren't playoff teams right now. They need a deep breath. They need to be able to kind of get their get their feet under them, play teams that have flaws themselves. I mean, this Miami team is not perfect, but this Miami team, that that New York team, they're, they're going to the playoffs. I mean, San Antonio was the San Antonio Magic should have had a better effort for sure, but like New York and Miami, those are two playoff teams. The Magic face a lot of playoff caliber teams at the beginning of the season. And this is no offense to Toronto, Detroit, Minnesota. Um, you know, I think Minnesota can sneak into the playoffs. They've been really impressive to start the year. The Magic need those games uh, coming up this weekend, and I'm not overlooking Charlotte. Charlotte's a really good team. They're obviously they're obviously three and one on the year. Um, the Magic just need a little bit of a breather. Um, they need teams that have flaws themselves that aren't going to just absolutely punish them for their mistakes, and and that's sort of what's happening with Jalen Suggs. Um, 
He's finding pockets. I do like a lot of things he's doing. I think he's getting more comfortable. He found his three-point stroke, four for eight from beyond the arc in the game. Um, you know, he got he got he looked comfortable shooting the three. He had that big three at the end of the third quarter on the two for one. Um, so he's doing some good things, but defenses are making his life miserable. Uh, he had five turnovers in this game, uh, was just struggling to create a little bit. And I think that's a, a big concern for the Magic. Um, they're running him as a point guard. They're trying him out as a point guard. Uh, I I don't know if, I think it's an experiment worth continuing. I think you want him in playmaking situations, but I don't think you want him to be the pr- primary playmaker, especially right now as he's trying to figure out when do I go for mine? When do I create for others? How do I create for others? Um, this Miami defense was all over him and, and really made his life really, really, really tough. And so, um, you know, I think Suggs is doing okay. Um, the flashes are all there. I think we can all see he's going to break through at some point. Um, he's doing really good things. It's just about kind of figuring out his pockets and figuring out um, how to be consistent. And again, that's going to be a theme throughout the early course of the season uh, is consistency. Young teams are not consistent. Young teams don't know what they're doing. Young teams don't do things every single night. Um, you know, again, Sunday was a great performance. We're not expecting Cole Anthony to score 29 every night. We're not expecting Terrence Ross to score 22 uh, in the fourth quarter. The Magic needs something they can rely on right now. Um, and right now, they don't have it. They don't have a player they can rely on. They don't have performances they can rely on. Everything's kind of up. Franz Wagner's been the most consistent player on the team, but he's not someone that you put the ball in his hands and say, go get a bucket. Um, you have to kind of set him up, and he sets others up with the things that he does. Um, but the Magic just don't have consistency right now. And again, that's what you expect from young teams. Um, you got to win the games where guys have really good performances like Sunday night, um, but they got to find a way to find something consistent. And, and again, that's, that's, I think that's really going to come when Jalen Suggs, you know, kind of gets settled in here, um, which, which I think he's getting closer and closer to doing. Cole Anthony follows up his 29 point effort with 12 points, nine rebounds, five assists. He's trying to do everything five for 13 shooting one for five from deep. Um, right now, yeah, I think the Magic are going to go as Cole Anthony goes. Um, right now, Cole Anthony is driving the train. He's the engine for this team. Um, but I think we see why he was drafted where he was drafted, and we see why a lot of us think that he's ultimately going to be a, a backup point guard in his career. The offense is just really inconsistent. Um, he's just not the greatest playmaker or the greatest at getting the team into sets and, and through sets and organized, especially against really good defenses like Miami. Anthony had his struggles in this game. He still did some really good things. Don't get me wrong. I think he's I think he played really well. Um, it says something that he was minus five for the game. Um, but uh, I, I really, uh, Anthony's got to, again, continue to, to learn how to get his shots, where to get his shots, when to be aggressive. I, I think he's closer to that than, than we like to say, than we like to say. But, um, you know, he's the one with the ball at, at the end of shot clocks and, you know, sometimes struggles a little bit with that. So, uh, you know, Cole did, did some good things. Three turnovers, a big concern. Um, but otherwise, I, I think that he, uh, he did some really nice things throughout the course of the game. Uh, Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter both struggled in this one. Mo Bamba, 11 points, four for eight shooting, uh, five rebounds in the game. Not a big rebounder. Four fouls as well. Fouled a lot. Wendell Carter, nine points, three for seven shooting, one for five from deep. He is at least willing to take the shot, but I I don't think that's a shot you should be settling for, which I I think it's still getting comfortable at the three-point line. Nine rebounds for Wendell Carter. Off the bench, Robin Lopez with 11 points, really a good lift for the Magic off the bench in that second quarter to keep the Magic in the game. Uh, and R.J. Hampton with his first really nice game, 12 points, four for eight, shooting two for three from deep, six rebounds, four assists. I thought Hampton did a really good job getting out in transition. I thought his defense especially was really good throughout the course of the game. Um, 
you know, again, it's he's just got to get more comfortable at the three-point line, which he is getting there. He's had two nice three, two nice three-point shooting games in a row. Um, so some really good things from RJ Hampton, some nice developments from him as well. Uh, the Orlando Magic shoot 40.7% from the floor, just 12 of 44 from deep again, really settling for three-pointers. Terrence Ross was 0 for 6. Terrence Ross did not score after his 22-point burst. Magic are really struggling to get him involved. The defenses are really focused in on him. I think the Magic do need to get him in more offensively minded lineups with those, with those bench units teams just really just lock him out of the game plan. Um, he's 0 for 6 on threes. Franz Wagner, 2 for 7. Uh, Wendell Carter, 1 for 5. Mobamba, 1 for 4. Cole Anthony, 1 for 5. A lot of three pointers, a lot of settling for three pointers because they couldn't crack the defense because they couldn't get into the lane. Only 12 for 19 from the foul line. The Heat just commit 19 fouls total. That's a really physical team committing only 19 fouls. Um, the Heat shoot 47.1%. They only score 50 points in the second half. So I do think you got to give the Magic some credit for their defense. Their defense uh, was not good. It was only a 50-46 second half. Um, really, the key was the Magic were just sloppy early on. That kind of set them on a deficit, and the Magic was just unable to climb back into the game from there. And again, their offense just not able to sustain itself. 15 points in the first quarter, 20 points in the fourth quarter. The Heat, though, shoot just 6 for 27 from deep. So the Magic do do a good job uh, defending the three-point line in this one. Um, but it, again, 18 turnovers for, for Orlando for 20 Miami points. And really, that's kind of the point I want to draw out today is, is the turnovers. Right now, the Magic's biggest issues are the ones they create themselves. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, Bat Online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Today's podcast also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. Well, guess what? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You don't need them anymore. So save time and money and use Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need, from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. So like I said, um, this is a young Orlando Magic team. Um, they're going to make a ton of mistakes. We're seeing that. We're, they're going to be really inconsistent. We're not going to know what we're going to get and what we're going to expect every single night. We're seeing that. Um, none of this is particularly surprising. And, and, and you, know, I've, you know, I've had some people complain about some of the turnovers. And yeah, the turnovers have not been good. Um, there have been some really bad turnovers uh, this season, some really sloppy, lazy turnovers. 
Um, I want to see aggressive turnovers. I don't want to see turnovers where like the, the Cole Anthony inbound was a really bad turnover. Um, first quarter, he had an inbounds, tried to throw it over the top to Terrence Ross. Jimmy Butler read it, intercepted it, had an easy dunk. It was essentially an assist for Cole Anthony. It was, it was such a bad pass. Um, you don't want to see that. Um, you want to see smart, aggressive turnovers. Um, if you're trying to make a pass and the guy makes the wrong read or you know it's a little bit through traffic, that's okay. What you don't want to see is turnovers at the top of the key. You don't want to see turnovers where you're just fumbling the ball out of bounds. You don't want to see these unforced turnovers. And, and we are seeing too many of those. Magic need to clean those up. Um, but turnovers are going to be a fact of life for this team. They're just so young. Um, they're so unproven still that it's going to be a struggle. Uh, again, I, I, I don't think there's much way around it. This team is going to struggle with these mistakes. And it's going to be a different thing every night. It's going to be a different player every night. It, consistency is going to be the issue. Again, I say this about the regular season every year. The regular season is about what you can do on your worst nights. What can you count on? What can you rely on every single night? And the reason why young teams like this Magic team are not successful in the regular season is because they don't know what to rely on every night. They don't have something to rely on every night. And when they find their groove, when they find pockets where they win, it's because something is happening for them every single night that they can rely on, that they can build on, that they can grow with. So keep that in mind as you watch the rest of the season. Turnovers, though, are the big story for the Orlando Magic. You look at um, at their turnovers, 16 against San Antonio, 18 against New York, 13 in the win over the Knicks, 16 against the Heat last night. Or, uh, it's officially, officially 18. Um, I, I think basketball reference is not counting team turnovers. Um, these are all just very clearly mistakes, and, and these are all mistakes that are leading directly to points on the other end. I'm pulling up some of the stats here as well. Um, looking at the advanced stats, the Magic's turnover rate this year, which again is pace neutral, um, the Magic's turnover rate is 16.8%. So they're turning the ball over on about 17% of their possessions. That's 26 in the league. So this is a high turnover team. What is more concerning though is the points that come off those turnovers. Um, right now, team score, actually not that bad. Um, 18 and a half points off turnovers against the Magic. That is 19th in the league. Again, I thought it would be much worse than that. Um, opponent fast break points, 19.8 fast break points against the Magic. That is 29th in the league. So again, these things aren't directly related, but they are related a little bit. Again, we're talking about small samples here, just four games under the under wraps. Um, but these mistakes, you know, turning the ball over not allows you not to get your defense set. And that's really what the point is right now. The Magic are putting themselves in positions where their mistakes are costing them these games. Um, again, they're getting blown out because, yes, they're playing some very good teams, but they're getting blown out because of the mistakes that they make. Bad shot selection, settling for three-pointers, long rebounds, getting out in transition, not getting back, not tracking players defensively, not getting set. These are the reasons why the Magic are losing. These are the reasons why the Magic are struggling so much to start this season. And these are all correctable mistakes. These are all things the Magic have to get better at. You know, I'm not expecting the turnovers to go completely away. Young teams commit a lot of turnovers. That is just a fact of life. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to have moments where they commit really bad turnovers too. Um, just really aggressive defenses are going to get into them. They're rookies. Jalen Suggs doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> like, again, he, he looked like he didn't know what he was doing against the Heat for a lot. He found pockets. Um, and I think he's gotten a lot better and gotten a lot more patient and gotten a lot more um, 
strategic and, and understanding of where he needs to get his points. But the Heat harassed him. The Heat made his life hard. The Heat doubled him. The Heat pushed him. Um, he learned a lot <laughs> in Monday's loss. But at the end of the day, the Magic are falling so far behind because they're not able to set themselves up for success. And that's what turnovers prevent you from doing. That's what, that's what the problem is with these turnovers, is it prevents this team from setting themselves up for success. There's a long way to go. Um, we're not going to sit here and say that, you know, the Magic are beyond saving or, or anything like that. They're going to get better. Um, you know, we talk a lot about the improvement that we want to see this year. We talk about a lot about the improvement that needs to happen for this team. Uh, but um, it's going to be gradual throughout the course of the season. So you do expect and hope that these issues will get better as the season goes on. You know, this is kind of a baseline. We're kind of seeing where this team is at. Um, and yeah, they got a lot of work to do, especially on the offensive end, where they got to be a little bit more in sync. They got to be a little bit more willing to pass. They got to be more in the right spots. They, they can't be disrupted the way that they've been disrupted. Um, but turnovers are the story. The biggest thing hampering this team. And these mistakes, these mistakes are costing them in major, major ways. Right now, the Magic have to prevent their own mistakes. Um, it's okay if you get beat right now. Um, it's okay if, there are some imbalances, but give yourself the chance to win. That's the key. Give yourself the chance to win. With all these turnovers the Magic are committing, they're not. It's it's really quite that simple. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitch or tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your favorite podcast favorite podcast-enabled device. You can also now find us on YouTube. Just search for us on YouTube at Locked on Magic. Subscribe there as well. We're getting close to 200 subscribers. Who wants to be lucky subscriber number 200? Um, let's try and get there before Thanksgiving. That's what I'd like to see. Um, very, very, very thankful for everyone. We'll do uh, we'll do some live shows coming up um, in the very, very near future. I may do a show this afternoon. I'm testing out a new camera and some new, new equipment. Um, so we may do another live show. I am streaming these live on YouTube as well in the morning. So definitely subscribe so you know when I go live with these episodes, so you don't have to wait for, for me to produce it and do all that stuff. You can just watch it live on YouTube as well. Um, we did get a quick question since we're doing this live and that we're going to use the power of our live capabilities to answer it. Uh, Devane Madison asked, how much do you think having Markel would help with the turnovers? A ton. Um, this team misses Markel Fultz. Let's just be real. Let's just be very, very clear. Markel Fultz is someone who plays with incredible pace, incredible understanding, he knows where to go with the ball. He knows what traps to avoid. He knows how to get himself out of traps. Um, he is by far the Magic's best point guard, the Magic's best ball handler, the Magic's best attacker. Really, this team right now is missing guys who can take anyone off the dribble. Um, Cole can do it a little bit, but not great, and that's why the Magic got to go slow down. He did, he's great Sunday, not great Monday at it. Um, Markel is a lot more consistent at it. Um, he's able to get to the basket. He's great and creative passer. He's a good passer. Um, I, think, I think when Markel comes back, he's going to really settle this team down. Um, so counting the days, you know, it's probably going to be December when he's back. Um, counting the days for Markel to be back. I, I think Magic fans should be very, very excited for his return because he's going to help this team out a ton. And not only that, you know, bringing Cole off the bench, I think will help Cole Anthony be more consistent as well because he'll be playing against weaker competition, yada, 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 like that. Um, so yeah, no, for sure. I, I think I think this team, I, personally, those first two games, I'm really the stretch the Magic are playing sort of a tanking team. Um, they're just so shorthanded. 
Um, I think getting Chuma back will help tremendously. I think getting Jonathan Isaac back will help tremendously. I think getting Marco Folk back will help probably more than those two guys. Um, but they, they, I mean, having to play Ignaz Brozdakis, having to play uh, Moritz Wagner, those guys aren't NBA players right now. I, I hate to say it. They're, they're, they're really struggling and, 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 and teams are exploiting those minutes. Um, you know, limiting Robin Lopez's minutes. I think Rolo has been fine. He had a really good game Monday. Um, but I, I think, I think, I think the magic need to, I think the magic need those bodies back. Um, they just need better options available to them off the bench, especially. Um, you can of course, again, find us wherever you download podcasts. So thank you for making Locked on Magic your first listen every day. Tomorrow we'll talk a little bit more about what's coming up against the Charlotte Hornets and some other observations from the season. I haven't really planned tomorrow's episode yet. Um, so we'll get to that, uh, coming up on our next episode. Now go make your second listen Locked on Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Phil Frost. I'd like to see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.